At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is uncanny usa he says somebody's in the house and i screamed listen to uncanny usa wherever you get your bbc podcasts if you dare xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month no matter what kind of entertainment you love addicted to true crime catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on a e crime central crave adventure explore asian action movies on hayah searching for something extreme check out skating snowboarding and more on fuel tv plus the global home of action sports and find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's hit nation playlist there's new free shows and movies to love every week say free this week in your xfinity voice remote getting ready to take on spring Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. This is Saturday Bet Prep with Matt Humans on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Hour number two, welcome back to Circuit Friday Football Invitational. Thanks to Derek Stevens and Wes Reynolds kicking it off here in studio tonight. Now we get to the contest, we dig into the plays, and we start with uh, James Salinas out in Denver tonight. And uh, James. Right there near the top of the standings. Put up the standings if you can. And, uh, James, you've been in the hunt the whole way. Right now you're 35-27-3 against the spread, 36.5 points, 7-6 and six on your best bets. And that's good enough to put you uh, right now in, let's see, seventh place. But you're not too far out of first either, and that's the good news. Doug Kazarian, Chuck Edel, Jeff Whitelaw, Chris DeBear, Felica, Big Randy McKay, Joey Fortuna, James Salinas, and Paul Stone. The top eight as we head into NFL uh, Week 14. James, uh, thanks for uh, staying up late tonight, man. How are you? It's all good. I think you looking at the standings, it's really bunched up now. I know I've been closer to the top of the leaderboard for the majority of the season. Last week, well, I think it was one, and for the last two weeks, it's really been uh, went sideways, going perpendicular to climbing the standings. But I think, honestly, the last Sunday was probably one of my worst sports betting days in quite a while. So it's trying to recuperate, trying to recover, trying to, to dry out a little bit. I got a pro tip for you, Matt. Don't <laughs> use a chaser using bourbon and tequila for Sunday night football to get yourself right. So I learned a hard lesson last weekend. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's uh, that's actually a really good pro tip, by the way, from James Salinas uh, on Twitter at Rounding. Again, did you have the Colts last Sunday night by any chance? Well, I took the Colts plus, not in the contest. I took the Colts plus seven in the in the first half. I was chasing the bet. I was just, you know, how it gets, Matt. We're we're betters. We're competitors. And I had the Jets. Obviously, I had the Jets in the contest, but I had them in a a separate play. I don't always bet all five of the picks. Kind of like the contest, you know, you play circa millions, et cetera. And doesn't mean I always like all five plays, but there's always a few that I like. And the Jets was one of them I liked. Plus the plus the three, and I think it felt like they were in the red zone where they kicked five field goals. They were in the red zone. It seemed like every possession in the second half. So I started getting a little angry with that, cracked open a few beers, went after and chased, chased the Dolphins in that second half, in the second half of the game. Uh, Tua, with the grade school offense out there, couldn't find anybody, although there were players open all over. And from there, we switched <laughs> to bourbon and tequila, and there it was. Hey, it goes fire on the Colts plus seven. Obviously, that didn't come in, and I crashed out and didn't want the second half. Yeah, I had the Colts plus, uh, I think they were 11 in the contest, in the Westgate Super Contest, and uh, they were they went for two to try to tie the game near the end of the third quarter. 
They didn't get it, of course. They're down 21-19, and they get outscored 33-0 in the fourth quarter. So, uh, yeah, no luck with the Colts a week ago. And uh, James Salinas, by the way, the 2015 Westgate Super Contest champion. Hey, James, Chris uh, the Bear Felica texted me today, and he said, quote, hate this card so much. And, uh, yeah, I hate the card, but you still got to try to pick five winners this week. And this is the toughest week of the contest because yeah. you don't have much on the college football side to go with, very little. And we have a reduced NFL card this week, too. How do you feel? What's your confidence level going into uh, week 14 here? Well, interesting you think about it. I was thinking about it. For me, I'm, I'm more so when, when we're just talking about contests or even during the, the football season, I mainly concentrate on the National Football League. I really del- rarely delve into college football. But for this contest, because it was both NFL and college, I felt like I was going to do myself a disservice. Like there's any given su- Saturday, what do you got, 50 games on the board? And since we can play sides and totals, what do we got, 100 potential winners out there? And I felt like, all right. I don't want to just limit myself to the NFL with this contest because I know there's so many sharp cappers that, that really focus in on college football. Let me delve into college football a little bit, and that's probably, I think, probably collectively over the first you know 13 weeks here of this contest, that has probably set me back more than the NFL for sure. So I think now, even though there's 12 games in the NFL, honestly, Matt, I'm glad there's no college football this week. All right, we do have Army-Navy. we got some guys checking in with a play on the side and the total in that. We'll get to it later. Not James Salinas. He's going five NFL plays, three sides, two totals. Let's start with uh, Jets plus 10, and tell me why you like the Jets catching double digits against the Bills. Well, it's the double digits. Sometimes we're betting teams. Sometimes we're betting matchups and players. And sometimes we're just betting numbers. And that's what it is for me. I'm looking at the 10. And feeling like with the Jets, even though you know, it sounds like you were on the Jets as well last week and matted, we got stung with the Jets. But I think the what we saw is I think what really hurt them last weekend in the red zone was that they didn't have a running game. I know that they, they lost uh, the, the rookie earlier this season here in Denver, blew his ACL. Was it Brees, mm-hmm. uh, Brees Hall? Uh, the rookie Brees Hall blew his knee out. And so you had Michael Carter, second-year player from UNC. He missed last week. So there was absolutely zero threat of the run game, at least from the, the defensive side for the, the Vikings. And they were really sitting back in a lot of zone coverage and taking away in the red zone. Uh, but I think here it's just a divisional game. It's going to be bad weather. It's, gonna, it's Buffalo. It's December. It's going to be cold. It's going to be snowing. Um, and I and I think for both of these teams, that usually favors defense. So to me, this feels like a lower-scoring game. You're looking at the weather here. These are two teams that know each other very well. And I'm really impressed with what we've seen on the defensive side of the football for the New York Jets for the duration of the season. This is a team that, that plays a lot. They mix up a lot of different coverages. We know they're very young, especially at corner, but they'll mix up some, some man under and, and mix up a few zones out there. And I think for Josh Allen, you know, he is the franchise, and I think he plays like that with the weight of the world on him with the, Buff, uh, with the Bills Nation out there, with, with, with uh, Bills Mafia. And I feel like for him, he really forces a lot of plays. And considering how poorly he played the last time out there in New York back about a month ago when they lost that game, uh, this just feels like a game that, is, to me, is a, we know it's a divisional game. Big game coming up here. It's going to be a, a cold game, low-scoring game like, like we talked about, Matt. I'm betting. I'm taking the ten. It just feels like this is going to be a one-score game, whether it's whether it's three or seven. Regardless, I'm getting double digits here. I couldn't pass it up. I had to take the dog. All right, Josh Allen came out of that first game against the Jets, banged up too, and had an elbow injury. How about uh, Ravens and Steelers? Typically, a defensive, low-scoring type of game. No, Lamar Jackson. We assume uh, he's yeah. he's listed as doubtful. I don't think there's a chance he's going to play. So Tyler Huntley uh, at quarterback. Uh, for the Ravens, opposite Kenny Pickett. And uh, you like the Ravens as road dogs here, plus two. Yeah, I'm taking the number here, but more so I just I look at Baltimore. We think about the the, the switch from Lamar Jackson to Tyler Huntley, and I, I, it's very similar styles at the quarterback position with Huntley. So I don't think we, you're going to have to see the, the offense modified too much with the skill set that Tyler Huntley brings in there. He is. He is a very athletic quarterback, but I think the one thing that we've seen from Jackson is, you know, this is the guy that bet on himself. He didn't, he, 
once the season started, he, he represented himself as his own agent, and he's going into this year kind of in the lame duck status with his contract. And I think he's trying to prove himself and, like, kind of, kind of similar to what we saw in baseball right there in New York and, and with the big fellow hitting the home runs, and he paid off and he made that big max contract for himself. I think this is where Jackson was looking for the big home run each and every time rather than just taking what defenses would give him. And I think here with Huntley, yes, he has the ability to scramble, but we saw him very competitive step into a few games last year in place of Jackson. And like you said, this is a divisional game. It's going to be a low-scoring game there in Pittsburgh. We'll see about the place-kicking game, and I think that's where it comes down to for me with the special teams. you got the Steelers here, Chris Boswell. He has been out since week eight. He was designated to return. He's got a three-week window, so they did pull him off of IR. doesn't necessarily mean he is going to be out there on the field. Now, we know how good Boswell is kicking there in Pittsburgh with those swirling winds. Mm-hmm. We'll see if he does play, but we know what we have in our pocket, in the back pocket, with the Baltimore Ravens' best clutch kicker in all of football, probably all time. We were talking about Justin Tucker. So I'll put him, I'll take him in my pocket along with the two points. I like Baltimore here. Justin Tucker could be really valuable in a game like this. All right, first two plays for James Salinas. Jets plus 10, Ravens plus 2. Now you're going with a uh, home favorite here. The Bengals minus five and a half over the Browns. Were you impressed by Deshaun Watson last week? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I mean, how ugly was that? I think we all suspected that. Not only with the rust, maybe some deterioration of skills. I mean, he hasn't been out there on the field for not only two years, but also everything that's swirling around off the field that he's had to deal with. You know that's got to weigh heavy on his mind, you know, from a psychological standpoint, from a physical standpoint, his footwork was awful last week. I mean, he's throwing outs right into the ground, so he's got a ways to go before he gets himself back into into professional shape out there as the quarterback spot, and I know last time I watched that game on Halloween night with the Browns, and they ran all over the Bengals, but you got to remember, Matt, that on the interior for that Bengals defensive front, a lot of times they like to put that five-man defensive front, and they rotate those interior tackles with DJ Reader and Josh Tupu, Neither of those guys played in that matchup. They are both back. They will both be back for this game. To stop that running game against the Browns, that's obviously going to be the bread and butter for for Cleveland to to stay close in this game. On the other side here, I think for the Bengals, we've seen it with Joe Burrow. He's 0-4 against the Browns. We know what a gamer, what a competitor Joe Burrow is. You're going to get Jamar Chase back in. He was not in that game out there in Cleveland. You know, Cleveland ran the football all over him. They also ran their mouths a lot in that game. They were Mm -hmm. popping off a lot, and rightfully so. One point, they're up 25 to nothing. They were popping off a lot. The Bengals remember that. Joe Burrow wants to get on the win column against his team. I rarely lay numbers in the NFL, Matt, but I think this is a blowout. I think the Bengals bury him. All right, James Salinas. It's, uh, I like your uh, long-winded answers when you break down these games. Very good analysis. Some I've had uh, a couple guys on the show, when you ask them to break down a game, they give you one sentence and they stop. But you've talked so much, we're going to have to hold you over for the next segment to talk about two of your, two of your totals here which is good. Where do you stand right now in the uh, contest going into week 14, talking about the Circa or the Westgate uh, Super Contest? Oh, I think I have probably where my record is now. What am I, about seven or eight games over 500 in, in this contest here? I think that's probably where I'm at now. Nice nice overall, but when you're talking about contest, that doesn't cut it to cash the money. So I think this week, I'm playing for that quarterly, Matt. I mean, that's where we're at for those of us that are sitting around seven or eight games over 500. Got to hit that quarterly. Got to go 5-0 and to have a shot with a new quarterly there with the Circa Millions coming up. Yeah, I hear you. I'm, uh, I think, 37-26-2 in the Westgate Super Contest. I've been stuck in a funk of 3-2, uh, 2-3, and 2-3, and, three, two and, three, and uh, need to get out of that here. We're five weeks to go uh, down the stretch. James Salinas, we're going to be back with uh, two more of his best bets and their totals on the NFL card. So stay tuned. Back here in a couple minutes with uh, Salinas, VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. 
from BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast, is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. This is Saturday Bet Prep with Matt Humans on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. All right, college football bowl season is about to kick off. VSIN has you covered with this year's college football bowl guide. Brent Musburger, Steve Mackinnon picks on uh, every game against the spread. Josh Applebaum, Adam Burke, and a lot more with uh, quality content in this bowl guide. We're going to have uh, updated write-ups before every game as well that you will have access to, I believe, on uh, vcin.com. Give yourself an edge. Visit vcin.com slash subscribe to check out the College Football Bowl Betting Guide. Again, that vsin.com slash subscribe. All right, James Salinas, 2015 Westgate Super Contest champion, uh, who's hosted his fair share of shows here at vcin and is in the Circa Friday Football Invitational. 35, 27, and 3 against the spread through 13 weeks. We go into week 14. If you missed James' first three plays uh, to open this hour, he's on Jets plus 10, Ravens plus 2, and Bengals minus 5.5. James, uh, thanks for coming back here, sticking around. Let's get to two of your totals, and let's go to Monday Night Football and the Patriots and the Cardinals. You're going to play that game under 44. Why? Well, well. Let's start with the Patriots, Matt. And what is the identity of that offense? I mean, you've got a defensive coordinator calling <laughs> offensive plays, and it looks like he's calling defensive plays on the offensive side. I don't understand what he's doing there with the pencil head with Matt Patricia trying to figure out this play calling. And I think with it's funny. I hear Mac Jones, and I see some quotes in him. Hey, I feel like we're, they, they says we're almost there. We're almost there. Well, hopefully they get there by week 18 so they have some momentum going into next year because this is just a, a team that has had no identity. I think if there is an identity, it's the team that wants to run the first, wants to run the football first and foremost. But when they do have to throw the football, uh, their their best receiver, and I guess you can take this for what it's worth, their slot receiver Jacoby Myers, who leads the team in touchdown receptions and yardage. I think the touchdown receptions that he leads with is three. So real stellar offense that we're seeing out of the passing game here. Uh, he's in concussion protocol, Matt. So he is yet to practice this week. And you, I know it's a Monday night game. So tomorrow's practice will be actually like a Friday practice for those teams that will be playing on Sunday. But the fact that he hasn't even stepped on the field yet, being in concussion protocol, leads me to believe he's probably not going to be out there at the slot. And that's kind of the whoopee there for for Jones to throw the football to. So I think it's going to be a lot of ball control rushing the football. And then on the other side, you look at the Cardinals here. This has been a, a team that we knew was going to be dysfunctional offensively before the season started. You remember during the preseason that there's a tiff between Murray and, and, and the head coach saying, hey, if you think it's so easy, why don't you call some plays? And he was having him put the headset on and call plays. So I think there's definitely some strife there with the quarterback and the and the offensive play calling. And then you look at this offensive line, man, and it's beat up. This is banged up. This offensive line, the, the depth of this offensive line for the Cardinals is, is honestly, it's really down to season stems right now. They've got six guys on injured reserve. They have just one opening day starter that will be on the field 
on Sunday. That's right tackle Kevin Beecham. So it's a really beat-up offensive line. And I know the Patriots have struggled with quarterbacks that are mobile, but I think for New England and Belichick, they know you just got to stay in your lanes with this ball, with, with Murray. Keep him in the pocket. He doesn't have great line of sight with the size. Uh, and I think this is just going to be a, a punt fest, really. I don't think we're going to see a lot of big plays. Uh, in the passing game for either side, definitely not on the Patriots side. So I'd looked at the number at 44, and I thought it was way too high, so I had to go under. Yeah, I can understand that too. And hopefully the uh, Patriots defense does a better job containing uh, Kyler Murray than it did of uh, than it did against Justin Fields and the Bears about uh, five well, weeks well, ago. Matt, but, 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 Matt, I think the thing with Justin Fields is a lot of those were designed. Designed right. It wasn't just, yeah. oh, we're looking down the field and let's – let now I'll, I'll make something out of nothing. A lot of that was just let's line up. We're going to go old school power football and go bang it on you, and you're really not athletic enough to keep up with us. That is not who you're going to see out of Kyler Murray. You just stay in your lane, stay disciplined in your rush contain, and you'll get to him. Yeah, that was the first time I thought the Bears actually called plays to actually make Justin Fields look good. They, they tailored the play calling yep. to his skills. All right, best bet for James Salinas Chiefs-Broncos under 44. James, get the popcorn ready. You get to watch Russell Wilson in action again this week. You're out there in Denver. i got to think Broncos fans are just uh, uh, sick watching this guy put up uh, 9, 10, 13 points week in, week out. The worst scoring offense in the NFL at 13.8 points per game. Yeah, I think, well, honestly, I don't know how many fans will actually be watching it. They are giving tickets away. You cannot, you, you can't, you can buy them for, you can go on there and get, get on, get, get on the list and find them for 10 bucks to go into the stadium. They're done. The Bronco fans are done. We haven't had, they haven't, the, this Bronco team has not had a competent quarterback since they won the Super Bowl seven years ago. It's just been a revolving door. They thought this was it. Hey, yo, let's ride with Russell Wilson, all that nonsense. And yeah, we'll ride it up to the 50 yard line and punt the football. That's been the offense. You talked about the, the, the lack of scoring. Yeah, it's like a grade school caliber offense for the team. But the one thing you do have that you can consistently depend on with Denver is a championship caliber defense. It's one of the top defenses in the league. I'll let you run through the stats. I'm not a big stats guy. I know what I see on TV. And this is the team that knocks it out. And they'll, they'll let that teams move between the 20s, but they tighten up in that red zone. And, and I think for, the, for this Broncos team, they, they continually compete on that side of the football. And, I think for the Chiefs, you know, this is a team that might come in a little bit overconfident. They have beaten the Broncos 13 straight times. So even just from a psychological standpoint here, I think the Chiefs, this is not going to be a game that they, even though they did lose last week, maybe want to get that bad taste out of their mouth out of that loss out of Cincinnati last week. I just think here, anytime you've beaten a team 13 straight times, I think you'll tend to uh, psychologically just kind of ease off a little bit, knowing that you'll win this game, whether it's in the, the first half or the fourth quarter. So, again, that 44, I think, uh, if anything, we haven't seen the Broncos score 10 points too often, so you're going to need at least 35 points from the Chiefs to be able to cover that number and go over that 44. I don't think that Broncos defense allows that many points. I know Denver's not going to put up too many points, so even if they get to 10, I don't see the Chiefs scoring 35 to hit that total to go over 44. That's why I make it my best bet. All right, the Denver defense, number two in scoring, 17 points a game, number three in yards allowed, 305 per game. Wes Reynolds was in here tonight, and Wes played the Broncos plus 9.5. He said he thinks a a low-scoring game, and Denver hangs around. Uh, But you were playing Chiefs-Broncos under 44 for your best bet. James Salinas, hey, thanks a lot for staying up tonight. Appreciate the time on the show. Good luck this weekend. Thanks, man. I need it. I was hoping. I'm trying to get a good, find a good excuse to get out there for the final weekend, week 18, to get out there and come in studio with you. Got to try some of that Brooklyn's finest pizza and, and raise a little hell with the mega bar. So I need a good weekend this weekend so I can continue to justify why I need to roll out there in week 18. Hopefully I see you soon. All right. Your wife's cool. She'll let you come out. Uh, we'll see you. We'll plan to see you out here at the end of the football season. Thanks, James. You bet. Thanks, Gary. All right. James Salinas at rounding again on Twitter. Again, 35-27-3 against the spread, 36.5 points. He's right there, not far off the lead in the top seven in the contest. Uh, I wanted to talk about one of my best uh, bowl bets here, and I played Kansas State uh, plus four against Alabama. I actually played this a plus five, but plus four when I wrote it up for vcin.com. Circus dropped this number to three, which you could probably make an argument is a buy low spot on the tide. We're going to hear from Nick Saban in a second here, but five offensive linemen, including uh, left guard 
Javion Cohen, who's one of their top offensive linemen, among 11 tied players to hit the transfer portal in the first uh, couple days. I don't think it makes any sense whatsoever for Bryce Young, the quarterback, Will Anderson, outside linebacker, each projected to go in the NFL draft's top 10 to play in this bowl game. If it's a, a college football playoff game, of course those guys are going to play. Young and Anderson, no need for them to play in the Sugar Bowl. I'd be disappointed if Nick Saban tried to talk them into it. In fact, uh, let's hear from Nick Saban last week when he was lobbying for Alabama to get a playoff spot and talking about favorites and underdogs. I think the whole goal is to get the best teams in. And what I would say to the committee or anyone else is if we played any of these teams that are on the edge or getting in, would we be the underdog or would we be the favorite? And I think if you can answer that question and the goal is to get the best teams in, uh, then you would say they belong in there. You know, we, we lost two games. Uh, on the road, in a tough league, to top 10 teams, one top five team on the last play of the game. We had our opportunities. We weren't 100%. Bryce Young was not 100%. He was injured in the mid part of the season. I think, you know, you show vulnerability when you get beat badly at the end of the season. Our team has played better at the end of the season. So that's kind of my reasoning. Well, one reason uh, Saban lobbied so hard to get the team in the playoffs, obviously he wants a shot at the national championship, but he knows outside the playoffs it's going to be hard to motivate his team for this bowl game. He's going to have opt-outs, transfers. We've already seen that uh, with the Tide. We've seen uh, a key coach leave. And uh, Saban obviously hoping to guard against that situation to play in a Sugar Bowl. Where the Tide have lost before, by the way. Uh, Tide lost in the Sugar Bowl to Utah in 2009 and Oklahoma in 2014. Those were uh, Alabama teams that were not playing for a national championship or in a playoff game and looked disinterested in those bowl games. I still think Alabama's capable of winning this game against K-State with Jalen Milrow, backup quarterback, but the motivation for the team's going to be in question. Uh, the Wildcats, no question about the motivation here for Chris Kleiman's team. Um, the Wildcats beat TCU to win the Big 12 title last week, run a winning streak to four. Kleiman's going to have the uh, K-State team fired up for this opportunity, and that's why we've seen this number drop, and I would expect we're going to see an announcement about Young and Anderson sitting out this game on the Alabama side. I'll talk about more of my best uh, bets for the bowl season later. We'll be back with Mike Palm, the VP, on deck. This is Saturday Bet Prep with Matt Humans on VSIN, the sports betting network. All right, before you make your next bet, be sure to visit vcin.com to check the current betting splits data. You want to know where the money and the bets are moving in every game? The betting splits page is updated with DraftKings odds every 10 minutes. Betting splits, another way vcin here to make you a smarter, better year-round. Check out today's betting splits for every game at vsin.com. All right, Mike Palm, back from vacation, back from his business trip. You took the family to Wally World. You took a business trip to Washington, D.C. How was the week away, Mike? Um, well, the first part was better than the second. Like obviously going to, uh, to California, uh, universal with the kids, they had a lot of fun. And then we were in Washington for some business. Although I had a couple good dinners there. I'm, I'm glad to be back in big VP here. Follow him at Mike Palm circuit. Were you, uh, I know you were traveling today. Did you get a chance to watch the soccer games? Uh, I, I saw highlights of them. Um, pretty incredible. Um, I, I, I'll never understand how teams up a goal uh, cannot hold another team out in the last few minutes of a game. It happens in both games. I mean, Brazil, and they're eliminated. But even Argentina gave up two goals in really the last 20 minutes and one in the last minute. I mean, you got 10 guys. Stuff them all in the box. Yeah, it would, it would seem to make sense. You know, uh, <laughs> but I didn't watch it, Mike, so I'm not sure what happened there. Uh, let's, let's. I will watch Army Navy in the morning, and uh, we'll watch this game every year. We don't have uh, much to uh, watch in terms of college football this weekend. It's a uh, skeleton schedule for uh, participants in this uh, contest, but we do have some plays on the Army Navy game on the side and the total. We're going to get to tonight. And Mike, you played the total. Uh, Army Navy have uh, these teams gone under in sixteen consecutive uh, meetings. But about half of those would have uh, gone over this current total of 32. So you're going to play Army-Navy over 32. I think nine of the 16 would have went over 32, man. Yeah. 
Look, I came on this network five years ago on there with the with Brent and Benny and Amal and was a big proponent of blindly playing all these service academy games under just because of the limited number of possessions. You, you really are a favorite. But that back in those days, you was 42, 41, 40. Once in a while, you'd have to deal with 39 and a half. I finally met my point of resistance here at 32. The number is just too darn low. Look, I've watched Navy compete in the American Conference this year. I like Navy in the game as well, minus three. I think they played a much tougher schedule than Army. The Navy's been able to move the ball against some pretty good defensive teams as well. I just think you have to have everything go in your favor. I mean, they got to be horrible in the red zones, turn the ball over on the offensive side of the field, have no big plays. You know these teams, when they do pass, there's a tight end always open or a wide receiver. It's just too low. I have to go over. All right, that's Mike Palm's first play this week. He's 35-28-2, and two, 36 total points, 8-5 and five on the best bets. Mike, when I looked at your plays last week and I graded him, I was like, ooh, man, tough beat on Purdue. Jim Harbaugh stuffs in the late touchdown to beat us in that one. Uh, tough beat on the Jets as your best bet. I had the Jets, too. Uh, we, we didn't have luck going our way last week. Let's put it that way. And even the other game, you think you get TCU to overtime that they could get seven points in overtime. But, yeah. of course, they get stuffed on the one. They don't have any defensive player in either A gap, and yet they can't sneak the ball. So, yeah, it was, a, it was really three beats. You know, you could have won all three or at least two of them. Yeah, you're right. You had the uh, K-State-TCU game over 61, mm-hmm. and it lands on 59 mm-hmm. when the Horned Frogs yeah. get stonewalled at the goal line. <laughs> uh, hard to believe. Okay, uh, let's get back to the NFL where you have four plays. And uh, one is going to be Eagles minus seven. We're seeing some seven and a halfs out there in the market, too. And it looks like Saquon Barkley, Giants running back, is uh, questionable. He's going to be a game-time decision uh, with an injury in this game. But you like laying the seven with Philly. I do. I think the game, you know, you've said it already. It's got the seven and a half in some spots. The juice was moving that way. The Giants have been very fortunate some of these games to come out on top. They're another, not to the extent of Minnesota, but another team that's played pretty lucky. Uh, especially in the one-score games. I think the Eagles have rebounded off that little doldrum they had with the Monday night loss to Washington and then really struggled. I thought played worse the next week in Indianapolis but came away with the win. I, I, I think the Eagles can get control of this game early. They're a really good first-half team. So even if you do make an Eagles play at seven, you probably at halftime have an opportunity to even create some sort of a middle with the Giants. Do you think Jalen Hurts can catch and overpass Patrick Mahomes in the MVP race? Geez, I don't know. I thought Tua was really projecting that he had the shot to beat Mahomes, and then he had a rough game in San Francisco. Uh, I don't know if Hurts can do it, but the Eagles go 16-1 and or even 15-2. and There's strong argument for him and for Sirianni. Yeah, I, I think so as well. Okay, let's go to uh, Browns and Bengals. And how bad did Deshaun Watson look last week? First start in 700 days. Uh, not a big surprise with all the things going on off the field that he looked uh, pretty rusty on the field. You're going to bet against the Browns here this week. How, how lucky were the Browns, by the way, to cover uh, that game in Houston a week ago? Uh, you're going to lay five and a half with uh, Cincinnati. Joe Burrow, by the way, 0-4 against the Browns. 0-4. And look how they looked horrible in the Monday night game against Cleveland. There's a revenge factor. Yeah. Look, Cincinnati's been good for me, Matty, here. They've played very well the last six weeks. They've been covering numbers. Uh I don't know that there's going to be a big improvement for Watson from one week off one to the next. I mean, he looked like a quarterback that had played competitive football in two years. Um, I, I don't know if I'd lay this number if Brissett was starting for them, but I, I have no faith in Watson. It, it took the team as bad as Houston not to even cover that game last week. I, I think Cincinnati rolls here. You know, you brought up an interesting point that Scott Spreitzer and I talked about on the uh, NFL preview show here last Saturday night. Would you have more confidence in betting the Browns right now if you had Jacoby Brissett at quarterback instead of just Deshaun Watson? I think uh, you got to feel better about the Browns if it's Brissett right now. Do you agree? Well, absolutely. I mean, it's not Brissett's fault, their record, and he, he had him in a spot. I didn't even know if they really would make the change. I mean, they're still on the fringes of the playoff race, and Brissett was playing well. Yeah, Deshaun Watson played about as poorly as I expected he would. A week ago, but the Browns still got the uh, cover because the Texans were so inept and uh, had three non-offensive. Uh, the Browns had three non-offensive uh, touchdowns last week. Okay, I think this is a game of the week in the NFL. You got a seven-time Super Bowl champ who's an underdog to Mister Irrelevant. Great storylines here: the Buccaneers and the Niners. 
Uh, one thing the uh, Tampa Bay offense has had a lot of problems with is uh, scoring in the red zone, just scoring in general, Mike. Uh, Buccaneers have failed the top 22 points in any of the last eight games, going up against arguably the top defense in the NFL here. I can see why you're playing Bucks niners under 37. Yeah, I mean, they looked awful again on Monday night. Uh, somehow Dennis Allen and Mark Ingram and the Saints lost that game. I, I don't know. It's almost as, almost as ridiculous as the Raiders losing last night. Uh, but I don't expect much from Brady in the offense here. Purdy's better than you think. You know, we talk about Purdy, Mr. Irrelevant. Going into his senior year, Maddie, Purdy was minus 140 to be a top 10 pick in the NFL draft. People forget that. He got a lot of snaps in at Iowa State. I think Purdy will play decently here, but the Bucks defense is a top 10 defense as well. I think this is a real slug-it-out game. I think Shanahan will be conservative, creative in the in the run game. This This game is like, you know, 17-13, that's type of, if the, if the Bucks can get the 13 type of game. <laughs> I, I'm trying to figure <laughs> out, I watch the Bucks week in and week out and wonder why aren't they more productive on offense when you got Mike Evans, Chris Godwin, Julio Jones when he's out there, Leonard Fournette, you got so many weapons. I know the offensive line's banged up, but the Tampa offense just can't get it done. And it's not like Brady's playing poorly, Mike. I still think Brady, Brady's got some zip on the ball. Even though he doesn't have much mobility, I think he's still playing at a pretty high level. But the Bucks just can't he, put points on the board. It's with three points going into fourth quarter against yeah. the Saints at home, and that was on the first drive, and then they got blank like the next twelve drives. I, I, I they just, they just don't seem to be explosive at all, and they don't, they don't really start out on first down and get ahead of the chains either. Yeah, I can see why you're playing Bucks Niners under thirty-seven, and Derek Stevens mm-hmm. very confident in the Lions tonight when he was on here. He actually uh, said it with a lot of conviction that the Lions are going to kick the Vikings' butt. Uh, Vikings Lions over fifty two is your best bet, Mike. I bet I was on with Danny Burke on the you know we do the Sunday game, you do the Thursday. Brady does the Monday, all that. Uh, I like I I told Danny my, my best bet was the Lions team total over twenty six and a half. I think the Lions will score a lot of points. You know, if Campbell doesn't mismanage their last offensive possession on on Thanksgiving, they've won five in a row. Mm-hmm. This, this this is the team that had all the steam before the season when everybody was betting over the wins, five, five and a half, six, six and a half, betting them to win the NFC North to go to the playoffs. They're looking like that. That being said, they're not too good on defense either. And I'm sure Cousins can put up some points playing in a dome as well. I think this game is played in the 30s. I like the Lions a little bit, but I like the over better than been laying one and a half at home here. This is a game, Mike, where I think uh, all the Sharps believe the Lions have to be the right side here because the Vikings are phony, right? Yeah, because they're all the worst you know, point differential right. ever with the 10-2 team. All right, Mike Palms, best bet, Vikings-Lions over 52. You're 8-5 and five on your best bets. And when I look back, you got a couple of uh, bad beats on there, too. Actually, should be better than 8-5 and five on the best bets. Uh, how about that Cincinnati uh, SMU game? And that that was the first loss I had of the year. That was a horrific beat. Too. Right. But it, it is what it is, Eddie. It is what it is. <laughs> <laughs> I recall that. At Mike Palm Circa, the VP of Operations. Mike, welcome back. Thanks for jumping back on the show tonight. Good luck this weekend. Thanks. Have a good weekend, Matty. All right, Mike Palm, right there, the VP. We'll take a quick break, come back. I'll have my best bets, and then we're going to have the uh, all the contest plays in the final hour, so stay tuned for that right here on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare.
Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. This is Saturday Bet Prep with Matt Humans on VSIN, the sports betting network. All right, Bet Rivers Online Sportsbook is here, calling all soccer fans to lace up your cleats with the World Cup in full swing. Now's the perfect time to check out Bet Rivers. Log into Bet Rivers every single match day and receive a bet on behalf of Bet Rivers when you place a wager of at least $25. Bet Rivers has all the latest odds, lines, and boosts to create the perfect match day experience. Head to betrivers.com or download the Bet Rivers app today to get in on all the action. It's a whole new game. All right, back here at the uh, Sin studio, Circus Sportsbook, and um, it was a bad time for the Wi-Fi to go down when I have to uh, talk about all my best bets in college football in the contest tonight, but we'll let it ride here. I want to get back to uh, best bets for uh, college football, and I was talking about why I played K-State plus four against Alabama, and I, I think it's interesting how far uh, we come into mainstream media. I played that clip from uh, Nick Saban talking about favorites and underdogs. That when you have the most, uh, I say, respected coach, most accomplished coach in college football going on all the major networks saying, hey, we should be in the playoff because who would the odds makers make uh, the favorite in the game if we, if we were in the playoff? And it's obvious that Bama would be a big favorite over TCU. There's no question about it. I've heard a lot of people say this week, well, the committee got it right. TCU deserved to be in. You know, I'm not so sure about that, and it's no knock against the Horned Frogs. Uh, you know, if TCU played an SEC schedule, would it be a uh, one-loss team? You don't know for sure. It's all subjective, but I would say no. And also, uh, Bama, on uh, its two losses, on the road, the last play of the game, those aren't two bad losses on the road to Tennessee and LSU. So if you want to make an argument that Bama should be a playoff team, uh, I think you can make that argument because what Nick Saban said as well, that uh, what's the point spread if you put Bama and TCU on a neutral? Bama's going to be a 10-point favorite. Now we're seeing Michigan open uh, 9, 9.5 against TCU. That number's down to 8. But uh, I think you can make a convincing case that uh, Bama could have been the fourth playoff team. I was not going to cry about it. Now we're all tired of seeing Bama and Clemson in the playoff every year, so I was not lobbying for it. But I, I think you could see – why it would happen if it did. And it wouldn't cry conspiracy if Alabama made the playoffs. But anyway, I think outside of the playoffs, the motivation is going to be in question for the Crimson Tide in a big way in this Sugar Bowl. And that's why I'm taking the points with uh, K-State and Chris Kleiman. And I like this K-State team anyway. I've been on it several times this year. I had K-State the first time against TCU in Fort Worth. Wildcats led that game 28-10. to Top two quarterbacks go down. They end up blowing the lead and losing. Uh, but this K-State team's legit. And even uh, Bryce Young and Will Anderson, their status is up in the air for this game. But you got to think the Tide's top two players are not going to play. I'd be disappointed if Nick Saban tried to uh, talk those guys into playing. It's a bad gamble. You don't want to risk inter- injury when you're going to be a top 10 pick in the NFL draft. There's no reason for Bryce Young and Will Anderson to play. Now with Jalen Milrow, the backup quarterback, Tide still could be competitive and find a way to win the game. But I like a, what's going to be a highly motivated K-State team uh, catching four against Bama. This number has dropped a couple of points at Circa. It was out right before the show tonight, and you're seeing Alabama minus three on the board 
in this game. You're going to find, still find three and a half at uh, several spots out there, including DraftKings uh, right now. But uh, the best bets I've gotten, I didn't play much early in the bowl season because it's such a fluid situation. You've got opt-outs, you've got the transfer portal, coaching changes. Uh, you're going to have injuries, suspensions. Uh, we just saw Notre Dame's uh, top two players, Isaiah Foskey and uh, Matthew Mayer. Uh, Michael Mayer actually opt out, and um, I think the Irish are going to be a bet against team against South Carolina in that bowl game. Haven't played it yet, but anyway, take a look here at the ones I have played so far. Fresno State minus one against Washington State. That's in the uh, Jimmy Kimmel L.A. Bowl, and that was a game last year that the uh, Mountain West team beat the Pac-12 team. Washington plus six in the Alamo Bowl against Texas. I have no idea why Longhorns running back B. John Robinson would consider playing in this game. He's probably going to be the first running back picked in the NFL draft. He was the Alamo Bowl MVP two years ago in 2020 when he rushed for 183 yards. Why would you go back and play in the same bowl game that means nothing when you're going to be the top running back off the board in the draft? And Michael Penix, the quarterback for the Huskies, six-year senior, coming back, passing yardage leader, in college football this season. So you do have Penix on one side, probably no B. John Robinson on the other. I like the Huskies plus six in San Antonio against the Longhorns. Uh, and also Utah minus two and a half against Penn State in the Rose Bowl. And I don't like it that this number is getting up to three. It opened at a uh, pick. But I do think the Utes, again, a highly motivated team going back to Pasadena after blowing – Four separate 14-point leads against Ohio State in last year's game. Kyle Whittingham wants to win this game badly. And Utah is built like a Big Ten team, a physical team on, on both lines, excellent running game, and a quarterback who I think in Cameron Rising is better than Sean Clifford at Penn State. And Whittingham gets a coaching edge over James Franklin as well. So I think Utah goes back to the uh, Rose Bowl and beats the Big Ten uh, team this year. So give me uh, – Utah minus two and a half in that one. I'm going to hear from uh, Jim Harbaugh. Last week he dealt several of us in the contest a uh, a tough beat. I don't like to say it's a bad beat. I, I didn't think Harbaugh was going to go to a knee in the final two minutes because that's who he is. He's kind of a jack, you know what. But um, Jim Harbaugh is one of those guys who uh, is not going to take it easy on an opponent. He's going to try to toughen. He's going to try to punch one more in. And I really think he was trying to cover the number. At the end of the game, it was 36-22, could have run out the clock. Harbaugh knows Michigan's a 17-point favorite. He punches it in, gets a 43-22 win. Uh, Wolverines win by 21. Harbaugh's asked after the game whether or not he, he might consider leaving Michigan for an NFL job, and this is what he had to say. Well, it's a lot, lot of, lot of uh, um, that time of the year type of speculation, but um, I think – no man knows the future, but uh, I think the people are I think we've done a good job and are um, pleased with the job that we've done here in Michigan. They're going to be, um, you know, very happy to learn that you know, we'll be in ba- back enthusiastically coaching the Wolverines in in 2023. And for those people that you know don't approve of the job we've done, or we'd rather see somebody else coaching here, I think they'll be most likely disappointed to learn that we're back coaching the Wolverines in in 2023. If you don't mind, I'd ask you a question. I mean, there's there's uh, there's tremendous coaches right here in our league. Ryan Day, uh, Greg Schiano, Brett Bielema, um, Jeff Rom. I could go on and on. P.J. Fleck. I mean, I think um, you know, they deserve the job that they've done to be asked the same question. Okay, well, Jeff Rom's not going to the NFL. He's going to Louisville, which is a long way from the NFL. And P.J. Fleck, Brett Bielema, uh, those other names you mentioned, those guys have no shot of getting any interest uh, from the NFL in terms of a head coaching job. That's why Jim Harbaugh was asked that question. He's uh, he's a jerk, and he likes playing that role, which is uh, that's fine. I actually think he's done a hell of a coaching job here the last couple of years. He's getting his brains beat in by the Buckeyes. He's turned the tables. I think he really wanted to leave for an NFL job in the last two years. He was interested in the Bears job, the Raiders job, didn't get those. And... Uh, Harbaugh is going to be a hot commodity. I don't think he's going to leave this year, but in the near future, I wouldn't be surprised to see him back in the NFL. And uh, we'll see if he can get a national championship on the way out. 
I don't have a play yet on either of the college football playoff games. We have plenty of time to break those down. Let's get to my best bets tonight for the uh, Circa Friday Football Invitational. And I obviously was on the wrong side of the Big Ten title game a week ago with Purdue plus 17. No thanks to Harbaugh, but hey, that's the way it goes. I didn't think he would go to a knee late in the game, and you can't cry about that. This week I'm going to play Steelers minus two. Uh, Steelers, one of the few teams I got a winner with a week ago. And this defense is playing so much better with T.J. Watt back on the field. And we got Watt and Minka Fitzpatrick. You've got, I think, a borderline elite defense in the NFL, and the Steelers are playing like it right now. And Tyler Huntley at quarterback for the Ravens. Low-scoring, ugly game, 13-10, 16-10 type of game. I'll lay the two with the Steelers. Biggest dog on the board, the Texans, plus 17.5. There was no reason to bench Davis Mills at quarterback. Kyle Allen stinks, and everybody knew it. He played like it the last two weeks. The Texans catching a big number here against the Cowboys team. They'll probably be asleep at the wheel with bigger games on deck. Uh, 17 and a half. As terrible as the Texans are, I could not turn that down. Uh, Chargers plus three and a half against the Dolphins. That right, right now, Circus Sports, one of the few books that has three in the hook. A lot have three on the Dolphins. Uh, and the Chargers are beat up like they always are, but they're going to have Mike Williams back this week, a little bit healthier on the offensive line as well. And I like to fade them as home favorites, but I'll take the points here with the Chargers as home dogs. Buccaneers and Tom Brady. I think you're going to see a low-scoring defensive battle in San Francisco. I'll take three in the hook with the Bucks, And uh, my best bet this week, Monday night, this is a tough one. Patriots minus one and a half against the Cardinals. I really don't want to play the Patriots, uh, but I'm anti-Arizona at this point. So Patriots minus one and a half on Monday night. Back with the Circa Friday Football Invitational. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details.